Eagles on, Eagles on, Eagles on, Eagles on. You are now in tune to the Eagles zone, 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 zone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Number one in the NFL, baby. Bird gang, bird gang, bird gang. What's good? What's good? What's good? Okay, okay. Twelve and one. We ain't done though. Clinch the playoff berth, you know. First team in the league to get that playoff spot. Just a small little, little something, something, man. On our way to a bigger, bigger goal, you know what I mean? Eagle Zone. Little Giants, man. And Dominican Sue said it best. Sometimes Giants are smaller than you think. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Eagle Zone. I am your host, Michael Mitchell, and it is another Victory Monday. Hey, let's get it. <laughs> Hope everyone's doing well, doing great. I am feeling way, way better. I think I'm 100% back to health after that COVID thing, you know, but um, let's get to it, man. 12 and 1. The Eagles are 12 and 1, beating those Giants 48 to 22. The game was much worse than it sounds. Even though they scored a couple of BS touchdowns, it was way, way worse than it sounds, man. We crushed them. We demolished them. We made an example of them. We uh we got a we got a revenge, man. We got a revenge, man, for Hurts. Last year, we played the Giants. And, you know, the outcome was not the same. We got beat and Hertz was, um, you know, distraught. We, you know, it was a tough game, but it was a whole different team, whole different year. But at the same time, you know, it feels good to get that off. You, you know, get that off, man. Get that win off, man. So we 12 and one. We clinched a playoff berth. Want to, you know, I want to break down a few things. Let you know what we accomplished on this game. So in this game, Jalen Hurts is the second youngest QB to go 12 and one since 1970. He is the first QB to have back-to-back 10 plus rushing TDs in a season. AJ Brown broke the 1,000 reception mark. Also, 10 touchdowns. He is on his way to being the franchise leader all he needs is about 400 yards to beat Mike Quick and be the leading rusher, I mean, leading receiver of our franchise. Miles Sanders, 1,000 rushing yards, 10 rushing TDs. He is the first of our running backs to get to 1,000 rushing yards since Shady in 2014. As I said, we clinched our playoff berth which is a small victory. Like, you know, that's just a, oh, by the way, after we beat the Giants, we did get our playoff spot, but we 12 and one, man. What's that's to be expected at 12 and one. You would expect to have locked in a playoff spot at this point, but Hey, small victory. We want the bigger prize, man. We looking for bigger and better. Brandon Graham got three sacks, four total tackles. We had seven total sacks for this game. So, you know, some great things, man. Some great, great things. Some great team accolades. Some bad news also happened, though. Blankenship was injured. 
Um, he got a low-grade ankle sprain. He will be out for a few weeks, so it's not as bad as it looked. I mean, he was already in there substituting for C.J. Gardner-Johnson, so we are kind of light on the safety tip. We need to get, you know, I don't know what we're going to do exactly with that, but it's a little shaky right now with um, two injuries in that position. Not good look. Not a good look at all. Lane Johnson had an abdominal injury. Not as bad as it seemed. As Also, he could have came back into the game. He is day to day, so he'll be back sooner than later. I would, I would actually um, be okay with him resting this week against the Bears and being ready for the Cowboys. We definitely need him. If you remember when we played the Cowboys last time, when he was out injured, um, things looked different, man. They were they were able to get to Hurts a little bit more without Lane being in there. So we really want to have Lane as healthy as possible when it, when we get to that game again on New Year's Eve, Christmas Eve. My bad, Christmas Eve. Um, Sipos, our punter, that was a major injury. Um, when the Giants blocked the punt and Sipos went and scooped it up, he ended up getting hurt on that play, and he is out long term. So we're going to definitely need to get somebody in there to take his spot. My suggestion is um, punt god. I think his name is Matt Ariza, the punt god. He, uh, he was cut. Because of some allegations, but those charges were cleared, so he's in the clear. He's good to go. I think we should go ahead and get him, man. That'll be a good little piece to uh, fill in for um, for, for Sipos while he gets back to normal, or if, you know, maybe long term. You know, things like you know, things like this happen. If a punter or a kicker gets hurt and someone else comes in and does really well, sometimes it's just over. That's the, the new guy is just the you know the guy. So. Let's see how that goes, man. I know they're gonna, you know, try out people and see how, you know, they, 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 you know, how they are, how they look. So, if he looks good, man, I say sign him. But yeah, man, great, great game. This one right here is one that I have very few things to complain about. Honestly, the penalties we cleaned them up. We had just two penalties. After we had a terrible penalty performance last week, we came back with just two penalties. One was early, one was late. Great job. Defense did great. I mean, they scored 22 points, but it was some meaningless points at the end of the game. They even did a two-point conversion trying to make themselves look better, man. I was a little mad at that. Like, I see y'all, man. Whatever. Um, Special teams look good. Boston Scott got a touchdown. He did a 60-yard punt return. Boston Scott versus the Giants is always a good deal. He always balls out for whatever reason. Boston Scott versus the Giants, he's like a giant killer. That's just his thing. I don't know. He does it every time. Every every time we played them, Boston Scott has a good game. I don't know what it is about them and him, but he does it. Um, offense, of course. Balling. We put up 48 points. What can you say? It's like, what is there to complain about? At this point, there's nothing to complain about. Everything was great. It was a complete game. The most complete game we played. We're hitting our stride at the right time of the year. We're doing what we're supposed to do. Taking care of teams that are inferior to us. Not playing down to them. Unlike our um, partners on uh, Dallas. Who uh, barely got out of uh, that Houston Texans game alive. They... uh, barely got out of that game alive look i wasn't counting on them losing but when i saw the game was so close with like a minute left i was like oh man this could be a perfect sunday we got the vikings losing to the lions which was you know 
to be expected. But the Cowboys losing to Houston, who was the worst team in the NFL, number 32 out of 32, who have only won one game this year versus the um, ESPN proclaimed Super Bowl favorites. Hank struggling against the Houston Texans, man. It's kind of embarrassing. Not kind of really embarrassing for it to be that close. Like you should have been able to take care of those guys real handily. But no, Dak Prescott threw two picks looking real bad. And Houston almost won that game. Of course, they lose, man. That's, you know, they're they're one in 12 or something like that. So, of course, they find a way to lose. But it was close, which, you know, makes you wonder how good are the Cowboys really? Any given Sunday, so I've heard, right? But, you know, some teams you just shouldn't be, like, having any kind of problems with playing. Like, that's the type of team that you're supposed to smoke early and have your backups in. Not having Dak scrambling and fighting for his life at the end of the game. Us, by the way, two weeks in a row, they've cut our game off early. And we've had um, our backups play the rest of the game for a whole quarter. Which is affecting Jalen Hurts' overall stat numbers, man. Which I hope doesn't affect his MVP candidacy. You know, by the way, he is a favorite now. The MVP favorite is now Jalen Hurts outperforming Mahomes. So, right now is Hurts, Mahomes, Burrow's in the mix too right now. Not so much Tua. It's really just Burrow, Mahomes, Hurts. Hurts being the number one, the favorite in uh, the odds right now. Great stuff, man. Hurts is having a phenomenal year. He's looking great, man. Only three interceptions. Mahomes threw three interceptions yesterday. Hurts thrown three interceptions the whole year. 32 touchdowns, 22 um, passing touchdowns, and 10 rushing touchdowns. Incredible, incredible stuff. So he continues to make his uh, his case for being the MVP. And uh, as as we continue to get through this year, as long as he keeps doing what he's doing right now, I don't see any reason why he will not win that. But I don't want that to be the crowning achievement, man. We want a bigger, bigger goal. You know, that ring, man. We're looking for that ring. So next is the Bears. And we'll see where we're at after that. It's going to be an interesting game, man. You know, don't want to overlook the Bears. But this is one of those things like, you know, you see that. After the Bears, the Cowboys. You don't want to overlook the Bears to see the Cowboys, but I think that's what happens with um with Dallas. Like they probably were overlooking Houston. Like they're nobodies. I'm thinking that's part of the reason why they, you know, barely won that game is that they probably were just looking past them, trying to figure out what they're gonna do next. We don't want to look past the Bears. Justin Fields, man, he is a, a interesting quarterback. He's very um mobile. He does a lot with his legs. We got to contain him. That is going to be the key to success is just making sure that we don't let Justin Fields get loose out there, keep him in the pocket, and um, force him to throw. He's not great at that. He's great with his legs, but throwing is not his thing. He's a mobile running quarterback. And they've definitely tried to retool that offense around his strength. We just got to make sure we contain him and he doesn't do too much with his legs, too much damage. We've been so far been real successful with, uh, you know, taking away a team's strength. We have uh, were able to do that with um, Jonathan Taylor with the Colts. We were able to do that with uh, King Henry with the Titans and with um, the Giants, Saquon Barkley, being able to limit their ability to run the ball. That was a weakness of our team 
earlier, not too much earlier in the year, but about four weeks ago, I was telling you guys, like, look, man, we got a big problem with the run. We have a problem stopping the run. But since then, we have been able to figure that out. Linval Joseph, the Dominican Sioux, they've been able to stop that issue, and we've been looking great. Now we got um everybody back on with um having uh Jordan Davis back. We got everybody back. We got we were stronger than ever. Not even just everybody back. We're stronger than ever with that aspect. So it's not even a, a deficiency or a weakness anymore. Special teams also was a weakness. Um, with our special teams, we had a problem returning punts, man. We weren't doing anything. But now we look good out here. We're returning punts, looking great. Um, there really isn't anything for me to complain about. All three phases of our team is looking really strong. And this is the right time of year for us to do this, man, to get everybody clicking. We're looking good. But we still got work to do because, yeah, the Cowboys are right there, man. They won that game. If they would have lost that game, the whole dynamic of all this would have changed completely. But they won the game. They got to go against the Jaguars next. We got the Bears next. Now that they barely won against the Houston Texans, I would say that any team, it's possible that they can lose anybody. They almost lose the worst team than anything's possible. To be honest with you, they'll be quick to say that we almost lost to the Colts. Okay. Ever since that game, though, we've been balling out. We haven't put up any less than 35 points. We averaging 40 points a game for the last three weeks, man. Like, really. We, uh, we've we learned from our mistakes, and uh, we've addressed those issues, and we've gotten better for it. So I kind of I appreciate that loss that we got against the Redskins and that close call with the Colts because it made sure that we took that seriously and – Address the things that needed to be addressed, which was the run issue and the special teams. Ever since then, we've been looking really, really good. So now, yeah. Clinch the playoff berth. Um, first team in the league to do it. And now we're on to Chicago. Some some interesting games. Um, you know, Tom Brady losing to the 49ers who are on their third string quarterback. Um, Mr. Irrelevant. They, they lost to them. It was a blowout game. But even still, they're still going to be in the playoffs because their division is garbage. The um, commanders had a bye week, and um, I heard that Wentz is now off of IR, but he will be serving as a backup to Taylor Heineke for the remainder of the season unless things go awry. Maybe he has a bad game with the Giants. They, they tie it last game. If maybe he has a really you know poor performance against the Giants, maybe you see it once again. But I still highly doubt it. I think they might be saying that type of stuff just to make sure that his value, um, or is a uh, somewhat maintained or something that they wanted to you know I guess respect him or whatever. Cause um I don't think he's gonna be back next year. I highly doubt it. I don't know what they're gonna do um long term, but I really don't think that Wentz is gonna be back. The Lions beat the Vikings 34-23, man. Like, they were already favorites to win that game, but they really beat them. Um, and I'm not surprised. That helps us a whole lot because the Vikings were really on our tail when it came to um, the number one seed. But now we have a little more breathing room with them. And, um, you know, I never really thought the Vikings were real for real for real, but they had a great record, you know. The Ravens beat the Steelers. The Ravens are... They're having issues, man, with health. Their quarterbacks are getting injured left and right. Their first string and second string quarterbacks are hurt. Steelers quarterbacks are hurt too. So 
they're banged up, man. 16 to 14. They got some issues going on with quarterback on both sides. Both of them have issues. So I don't know how far they're really going to go. Ravens, I mean, I don't know, man. Without without having Lamar Jackson there and their backup is hurt, I don't really see them doing too much. Just doesn't seem – what can they do? They're 9-4 and four right now, but, I mean, without those guys, without Lamar Jackson holding it down, I don't see what they can possibly do in the playoffs. The Bengals beat the Browns. No surprise to me. I know that the Bengals have historically had issues beating the Browns, but, you know, Joe Burrow's having a good second half of the year. Um, and I know that the Browns, they got their boy Deshaun Watson's playing, but he hasn't scored anything. He hasn't scored any touchdowns. The last two games, he's scored zero touchdowns. He's looking really rusty, and he's on the Browns, man. So it's just like, what do you really expect them to do? The Bills beat the Jets. The Jets really played hard, though. It wasn't really an easy game for the Bills, but the Bills pulled it off. And the Cowboys beat the Texans. As we know, it was a close game. It came down to the last, literal last minute of the game for Dak to drive down the field. I know that, um, you know, people are going to be like, wow, yeah, that's the testament of a good team. You know, you, you know, overcome and you win the games, you know, blah, blah, blah. I don't know, man. The Texans are the worst team in the league. So whatever, man. We'll deal with that. We'll deal with them when it comes down to it. Time is ticking. Um, you know, it, I'll leave it at that for now. We beat the Giants 48-22. Uh, the Jaguars beat the Titans, who we just beat. They beat them 36-22. And the Jaguars, who playing the uh, Cowboys next, I'm telling you, that's going to be an interesting game. Jaguars, man, we'll see. They're not the worst team in the league, and they beat the Titans, and the Titans are a pretty good team. Like, we we whooped their ass, but, you know, we're the best. So, the Jaguars, they're, like, mediocre, but they were able to smash them. I don't know if the Titans' spirit has been broken or we maybe we, you know, exposed how to beat them. You know, you limit King Henry, and they have nothing else they can do. But either way, good win for them. Panthers beat the Seahawks, which is kind of a surprise, you know, because Geno Smith has been doing really well. But the Panthers did win 30 to 24. And um, last night, the uh, the Chargers beat the Dolphins. Tua, who was uh, another MVP candidate, looked a little bad out there. Like I said, man, it's hurts, man. Hurts season. This is the year. And he is the MVP right now. There's if as long as he keeps doing what he does. There's no there's no reason why he won't be the MVP. But like I said, that's not what we're looking for. That's not all we're looking for. That's something extra to have. But we want the big prize, man, not just the MVP, man. We want it all. We want it all. Hertz was so focused last night. I mean, afternoon, he was so focused. His, you know, his his uh his teammates were over on the sidelines partying it up and celebrating. Hertz was just zoned in and, and uh focused on trying to win this game, man. It was all business, man. I really appreciate his focus. He is a general out there, and he ain't playing around, man. He's got big goals in mind, and until he hits that, I don't think he's gonna be satisfied. And I don't even know, if, I don't even, I don't know if anything is gonna make him satisfied, honestly. But I'm happy, man. I'm glad he's our quarterback, and he just continues to impress and improve and do better and push himself further and he makes his team do the same man he's a great example he, he leads by example and um we're looking great 
But on to the Bears. They're coming up. It's going to be a good battle. But um, I know we're up for it. I know we're up to it. Like, I'm not going to put any point predictions on up on there yet. I want to see uh, how some of these injuries come, um, how, how some of these injuries are looking towards Friday. I do know that Dallas Goddard is coming back this week. Apparently, he's going to be off IR and he'll be back in time for this game. Having Dallas Goddard back is a huge piece. I thought that our offense would sputter for the most part while he's gone, and it did. We did have a hiccup. Those couple of weeks, though, like, you know, with um, with the Colts and the, and the um, Commanders, I think that was when we didn't have Dallas Goddard, too. I think that we, you know, had some adjustment issues with that. More so with um, the Colts. The the Commanders game was more us not being able to get off the field. Um, get off the field on defense they kept converting third downs we couldn't stop them on third down so Hertz was like no time Hertz had very little time on the field man that that game oof it's okay like I said man I think we learned from that I think there was a good a good loss if there is a such thing as a good loss I think that was a good loss it helped us address some things that we should you know have addressed and we have and now we look better than ever stronger than ever so if you know, if there's anything you could take positive about losing, I would say that it just made us a stronger team overall. And now we look really good heading into the playoffs. Playoffs? Yeah, yeah. We are on our way. But first things first. One week at a time, one game at a time. And um time for those bears, man. See what they got. But that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Eagle Zone. I want to give a shout out to everyone who has been listening. Um, shout out to all the old listeners, new listeners all over the world. Follow me on Instagram at Eagle Zone Media and tell a friend and uh, go birds. I'll see you soon. This is the Eagle Zone. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Brandon Graham, and you're listening to the Eagles Own Podcast, hosted by Michael Mitchell. His show is so official. Make sure you give him a follow and a listen, and let's go, Birds. F those Cowboys. Let's go. I love where people say, well, you can't improve accuracy on a quarterback. The hell you can't. Case in point, Jalen Hurts. Uh, but the strides he's made are unbelievable. I don't – like, when you're talking about uh, the Eagles and how committed they were to Jalen Hurts, so true. They did put the pieces around him. They wanted to find out, is is he really the guy? Well, guess what? He, he answered that one. Yes, he is. And Patrick Mahomes, I get it. He's – Maybe the greatest talent that we that I've ever seen play the position. But this year, this year, Jalen Hurts deserves this this award.